Hi there, and welcome everybody back to this episode eight, I believe, isn't it, Judy, of our long-running hit podcast series. I talk about that to start today. This is the Diamond Chronicles. Again, we're coming to you from high atop the beautiful, beautiful Marriott Pinnacle Hotel in downtown Vancouver, overlooking Stanley Park, the mountains. We pretty well got it all here. Um, I know, you're sitting next to me. And Judy's a little uptight right now because... (laughs) Because we've been on negotiating a deal for a rare diamond into all places mainland China. And after pushing the podcast back to get it done, we're mid-negotiation. So so if we have to shut her down, I'm just kidding. We're not going to shut her down, are we? You can just type away, can't you? I mean, I carry the load here anyway, don't I? Yeah, you're the star. Right? You know. And by the way, it's a beautiful diamond. Pardon me? I just work here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Work? <laughs> hey. um, what was I going to say? You know, the diamond we're, we're sending to China here that's been ordered. And, you know, this kind of business is not for the faint of heart. Um, but the, uh, the diamond is a beautiful diamond. And I talk about that because after my 40 years experience in the industry, after opening all the Spence Diamond stores across the country as far east as Winnipeg in those days, after being an agent for you know one of the biggest diamond families, I mean, Uncle Eddie Gleisbert was a site dealer for De Beers who taught me, after you know building Diamonds Direct and, and other companies, and, and really, you guys, and I, I, I think I should emphasize this, my background in the industry in the world is really unrivaled. I've literally had the the very unique opportunity to work coming from the mines directly to the market, now the laboratories directly to the market. And here's one thing I can tell you. Most diamonds aren't beautiful. And what do you mean by that, Colin? Well, most diamonds aren't beautiful in the real world. And that's a, that's a good way question to ask and a good way to ask it. You know, people go out and they buy diamonds and diamond jewelry. And it's an emotional purchase, what mm-hmm. I refer to as an emotional investment. Um, it's certainly not a financial right. investment. Right. You know, white diamonds, jewelry, that sort of thing. Just try to resell it. But as an emotional investment, it's really one of the big ones that... For example, couples, and let's talk about engagement rings. Mm -hmm. It's one of the big ones that that couples make in their whole lifetime. You Mm -hmm. know, when they go out and buy that engagement ring, Judy, not that we're hopeful you're ever going to experience this, okay, but but you may as well know anyway. Um, You know, when you go out and, and get that engagement ring, unlike anything else a couple ever buys, it goes with the two of you wherever you go for the rest of your lives together. It's a big deal. And I say to guys all the time, and I know I did my first TikTok on this yesterday, is, is why is that funny? It's just not. Okay, like, like are you going to be okay today? I'm a little worried about Judy today, you guys. We're, we're seeing a number of different personalities already this morning. Or, or I guess sides. Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so no. we made our first TikTok. Yes, you all have to go check it out. We're at the Global Diamond Broker. I am the master behind the camera. 
Yes, you are <laughs> the master behind the camera. Yeah, so so, but we're we're trying to get a message out there, and the message, you know, as a guy, and the paradigm for a guy and a girl when it comes to an engagement ring, is really very different, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. guys, it's a lot of money to spend, yeah. and and as a guy, you want to return. Girls, it's different. Girls. For a girl, an engagement ring is crystallized love on her finger. It's a reflection of the love the couple shares. And literally, like I was saying, it goes everywhere. The two of you go together forever. Like like couples will buy houses and sell houses and, you know, move into bigger houses, ideally. And, you know, they'll buy cars and they'll buy other expensive things. But, you know, the diamond engagement ring is something you got to get right. The first time, and I say to guys all the time, the only return is beauty. Like, like, you know, in a jewelry store, everything sparkles. But that's not where she wears her diamond. She wears her diamond at home and at work and out with her girlfriends, mm-hmm. which is the most, I think, perilous situation for a mm-hmm. diamond engagement ring. Because, you know, when a girl gets engaged, all her friends, her family, everybody grabs a ring and looks at the ring. Right. They'll put their finger up beside hers. And this is where, you know, I suggest to guys, the only return is. Because if she sticks her finger out and has the whitest, brightest diamond in the room, then what's the guy, Judy? A big stud diamond buyer. A big stud diamond buyer. All of a sudden, he knows things other mm-hmm. guys don't know. Mm-hmm. According to her girlfriends, he loves, he, her he loves her more. Because... Men and women don't look at this the same. Mm-hmm. There would be no diamond industry if it wasn't for women. I mean, I'm the middle of four sisters. And more than that, there wouldn't be a diamond industry if it wasn't for the engagement ring. Mm-hmm. It's 85% of all diamond sales, People are, the revenues. People don't realize these sorts of things. So, so, so it's an important thing. And when I talk about investing in a diamond... There are diamonds out there in the world today that are worth investing in. It's a very narrow category. They're very, very rare. They're never but white, though, right? They're only. Clear. They're never white. I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, you can get some of the super big ones, but the problem is you buy them and there's no market for them. Right. Where you know. Right. Um, but then we look at a white diamond engagement ring. You know, and I say to my clients, and one of the things my clients can tell you for these past decades is everywhere they go. And if she sticks her finger out, now, I mean, I've been doing this for so long, I get the children of my clients coming back and they'll look at me, right? And they'll say, oh, we were getting our diamond from you, Colin, because because my mom's diamond is the whitest, brightest diamond everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. You know, the trainer downstairs who yeah, just 15 yeah, years ago, so I mean, it's, he just... They're rare rocks, these beautiful stones. They don't cost anymore. You just need to have someone who cares about your agenda and, and really understands what it is that you're trying to do. This is something a guy does once in a lifetime, and they can promise you he wants to get it right. He wants to get a return on his diamond, and he can for the rest of his life. That emotional return that I believe becomes the only financial return is for the rest of your lives. She has the prettiest diamond. You ever compare? It's People will pick up her hand. They'll be smaller, bigger. Guys always call me a week or a month after they get their engagement ring, and they'll go, you know what, Colin? It sounded like a bunch of bullshit. And I, I do sound a lot like I'm bullshitting, um, but it's 
it's not bullshit. It's the truth. And for a guy, it's the only return. For her, it's the only return. And like I said in the TikTok, I mean, she goes out and compares with her girlfriends and she doesn't have the prettiest diamond or it's not pretty at all. And, and guys, I'm going well over 95% of diamonds don't pass muster, mm -hmm. right? Like this is an industry that has been, you know, shrouded in this veil of secrecy where they, you know, they bullshit about what the facts are, you know. And, and so the, the stones we deal in, we call them rare rocks. And they're rare rocks because A, they're the most beautiful, the only return mm -hmm. for the rest of their lives together. Mm -hmm. There's this beautiful diamond. And, and B, they don't cost more is the interesting thing. You have to be able to get them. And because we deal directly with the mines and the cutters and now the laboratories, we get them first. Mm -hmm. But they're the rare ones in the marketplace. And they're rare not just for their beauty, but for their price. So how is that for an answer? Do we want to elaborate on like what we see as beauty, what we define as beauty? Like, let's talk about the color scale. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, this is a good point. What Judy's talking about is what we call the prism effect. And if you really, look, nothing we ever talk about, the diamond industry makes it sound like it, this is complicated stuff. Really not. But but we live in a time of artificial intelligence. There, I mean, nowadays, guys, when a diamond gets cut, it's not like some guy sits down at a wheel and cuts. They literally take... It's a machine, right? It's a machine. It's lasers, really. And what it does is they'll take them... You know, nowadays, we can't ignore the fact that lab-grown diamonds are decimating in the industry. You know, there's very soon not going to be any more raping Mother Nature for her mm -hmm. jewels and defacing our... our beautiful planet earth by opening these big open pit mining operations where you know you were talking about last week about how much water it fresh water is displaced mm -hmm. there's no benefit to mines anymore there's no benefits to having mines anymore because what they make in the lab is the real deal mm -hmm. they're just diamonds the only difference in the two of them well, you can't really tell. No yeah, one in the world. Listen to our podcast last week. We touch on lab room versus mind. Do take a listen. So, so again, to answer your question, these are prisms. None of this is complicated. Walk into a jewelry store and start hearing things like, like I love. And sorry, Tiffany, I have to pick on you. You say you're a luxury product. What's luxurious about having a dark diamond? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you can go onto their website right now. And, you know, when you talk about color, prisms don't have color. Prisms are transparent, mm -hmm. right? And so when you get into, I believe on the website, they go down as far as a eye color, if it's accurate. Now, you got to understand, too, about Tiffany. I mean, this company has been able to convince you that the color green is blue, I mean, Marketing. right? Like a branding, brands can do anything. They brainwash people. Yeah. But, you know, the GIA, the Gemological Institute of America, the leading educational facility in the world for diamonds, who does every diamond for massive corporations who sell many, many more diamonds and Tiffany engagement rings, um, use the GIA for certification. Tiffany came up with this story why they couldn't. And I know personally experiences where the grading's not accurate. And they want to sell you an eye-colored diamond like it's a luxury product. 
Well, I say I stands for indecent. H, horrible. You know why? They're dark. Tiffany Spencer, and, and not just Tiffany, I shouldn't just pick on them, because they're a wonderful jeweler, but the time has come. Technology has changed. What you're going to see next, too, by the way, is lab-created diamonds in Tiffany. So the industry is really in this state of shock. But what you're looking for as a buyer, as a consumer, mm -hmm. is something that appears nebulous when you talk about it, but everybody knows it when they see it. When you see a beautiful diamond on a girl's hand that seems to light up the whole fucking room, that's ours. Mm -hmm. And and I say that sort of tongue in cheek because there are you can get them, but you'll get them at for a lot more money, mm -hmm. right? And so you know we're we're not even throwing this around. We just flat out guarantee the beauty of our diamonds. We're the first company in the world to do it for life. These are rare rocks. Mm -hmm. um, as you know, we're looking very much at branding Rare Rock as, but why, why would anybody want anything but the most beautiful diamond and the best price, mm -hmm. right? And, and I think now, I, I don't want to walk away from romancing the stone, but I think given the technology that the industry doesn't want people to know is available, I think it's time that, that we understand that, that this is available, mm -hmm. right? The only return is beauty. Guys, I can tell you right now, you get a diamond on her finger and she goes out and compares with her girlfriends and hers sucks. And, and frankly, most do. She won't say anything to you. She loves you. It's her engagement ring. She's not going to say anything. She has to live with it. Oh, wait till we... We're going to have to get into stories where guys have come into my office like Marcus Naslin. Here, I'll tell you a good beauty story, okay? So Marcus Naslin had gone to this local jeweler. And for those of you who aren't hockey fans, Marcus is the former captain of the Vancouver Canucks. Mm -hmm. Incredible human being. Um, he Hall of Famer, 100%. And his jersey hangs down here at the arena here in Vancouver. And uh, in the rafters, he's one of those. And so I met Marcus Naslin, and Marcus came to me, and I talked about the same thing I'm talking about now with Marcus. And Marcus had me make this piece of jewelry for him. And I'll never forget, because he's a very discerning guy. Like these guys who are captains of professional sports teams, they got their shit together. Okay, and this was Marcus. We became great friends, actually. Had a lot of fun with those guys. These are the days of Todd Bertuzzi, and uh, we used to go party together in those days and had a blast. I remember waking up one morning with Todd Bertuzzi, and we all know what Todd's famous for. If you're a hockey fan, you do. Even if you're not, he became a bit notorious for a, for a hit that he made. But I woke up one morning with Todd Bertuzzi's wedding band on my finger that I had made for him. And he had, we were out partying the night before, and I looked at my finger, and I was wearing Todd's wedding band. I thought, oh, my God, I'm Bertuzzi's bitch. Is that funny? funny. I forgot all about that until now. Anyway. Look, here's the thing with um, Marcus comes in. I make the piece. Marcus comes in at my offices, sits down, looks at it, looks at it, gets this pissed off look on his face and says in his strong Swedish accent, you know, Colin, I will be back very soon. Um, and he storms out of the office. And I'm sitting there going like, WTF, what's going on? 
He comes back about an hour and a half later. He walks in and, and has every piece of his wife's jewelry with him. Oh, wow. And he puts it down the pile on my desk and says, look, I want you to remake this all, prices notwithstanding. Yours is the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen. Oh, wow. So, yeah, then I became the hockey star diamond supplier because remember we don't advertise we don't have a, a, a budget for it we don't see people we don't optimize any of our social media we just feel strongly now it's time that we bring this message to the public mm -hmm. so people know what's really going on things have changed in the diamond industry and we're leading the charge and the change mm -hmm. i'm good today hey you're always good well you're a little quiet but then again the guys in china kind of pissed you off huh <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. Okay. 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 So how are we doing? I think that makes a lot of sense where we're at right now. Um, you know, we produce a product, Judy, and, and you know this. Where and, and and we're very serious about this. We we produce a product where a girl can stick her finger out in the best jewelry store in Vancouver. New York, Hong Kong, Milan, mainland China, wherever it is, I promise my clients their diamond will always be prettiest in the room. It's not expensive. It's 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 amazing to me. Anyway, it's you know, it's it's no more expensive. Mm -hmm. And and you know, where they can have the most beautiful piece and we do it like we've done it forever at prices that defy comparison, mm -hmm. really. And so, I think you're the only company that guarantees the beauty of it, right? We're the first one and the only one. If it's you incredible. stick your finger out, if your diamond's clean, we teach you how to keep them clean too, by the way. Yeah. We leave no stone unturned. <laughs> you like that? No yeah, stone those unturned. Good, those good. I'm just rolling today. Do you want a cookie? No, I'm okay. I don't do sugar. <laughs> I oh, don't yeah, want to get... A, uh, he's on a diet. Uh, I'm not on a diet. My whole life is a diet. No, he does too much cardio, though. Right? He does a lot of cardio. Lean, and if you keep it up, mean. Okay. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we're sort of digressing here a little bit, but I don't want to give away from the point that that's what this is about. This is no financial investment. There is no financial return on a diamond. But as an emotional investment, mm -hmm. there's none smaller. Mm -hmm. Okay? So how's that on beauty? And, and here's the other thing. Ask her what's important to her. Like, I've been doing this for 40 years, and I, I'm the middle of four sisters, and so I do these personal interviews on these things, and I've asked you the same thing. Not that we're hopeful it's ever going to happen. Hey. Dating issues, severe dating issues. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in another podcast. We'll get into more detail. I hope none of my dates listen to this podcast. No kidding, right? <laughs> There's a line. I don't think you're going to have any shortage of a lineup of dates, Judy. I don't think that's going to. This will impact that at all. Um, but if you ask a woman what's most important in her diamond. Almost to every single one. Now, I've had one sort of tongue-in-cheek look at me and go, oh, I want the biggest rock I can get. But I can tell you, 99% of, of women say that it's beautiful and that it sparkles. Because, again, for her, it's love. Mm -hmm. Right? It's what everybody wants. 
We know it when we see it. Very few people get it. So there you go. That's our, that's, I think that's our podcast on beauty right there. Um, we got a little more business to do uh, in that. Did we ever figure out, because this is your job, not mine, if nuclear radiation is more expensive in a concentrated form of wealth than, than uh, colored diamonds? I don't think it really qualifies. If you can't transport it, yeah. well, you can't even legally trade it. Where, where colored diamonds are tradable That's exactly why I didn't look it all up, over the world, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a new era in the diamond industry. And, again, we're trying to lead the charge here. Look, there's no reason ever not to get the real return on a diamond. And the real return is wherever you guys go together for the rest of your lives that she has the prettiest, brightest, whitest diamond. Mm-hmm. Ask her. Just ask her. And and you guys, too. I'm a guy. I don't care what you do. It's your money. I don't care what you spend. Uh, we get clients who come here for $500 engagement rings, $5,000 engagement rings, $50,500, million. We get them all. Right. Every single one, it's the same thing. I'll close with a story. So, another story. And... I'm not sure I should always be revealing names. I know Marcus. Marcus Naslin wrote a, uh, an email to me talking about the fact in those days that he was to his ice what I am to mine, which I thought was pretty cool. I have that email around here somewhere. Uh, this was another client who had bought $800 diamond earrings from me. And in those days, our offices were in 470 Granville, where we shot the video from last week. And you can see in that video, we're above a bus stop beside Burks. And this fellow referred his friend. And the guy who referred his friend um, had spent 800 Canadian dollars on a pair of diamond earrings for his girlfriend. And he referred his friend. And so his friend apparently had to work all day. And so I said, sure, he can come. I'll wait till 5 o'clock. I'm not a hard worker. Like, let's just go on record here. Um, we're not like a retail store. We're, we, we're the broker. So, you know, we're selling to jewelers in China today, mm-hmm. right? So, so. But but we have a lot of friends and friends of friends who come see us. And uh, so he literally uh, said he couldn't get there till 5 o'clock. And I said, okay, I will wait for your friend. And at 5 o'clock, this new client wasn't there. And in these days, as you can see from the video on the website, it's on the website, or on Instagram, the Global Diamond mm-hmm. Broker, at the Global Diamond Broker, Um we were upstairs in a high security office, the first floor of 470 Granville Street. And so I was getting impatient. Five o'clock, 5.30 comes, and the bus pulls up in front of the bus stop in front of the building on Granville Street. And this little Asian man gets out of the bus, and I don't really think anything of it. I don't know what to expect. And he shows up in the security cameras for the office. It's 5.30 now, so I'm a little edgy. Kind of like you were this morning with China. Okay. Right? And, and literally, he comes in and for his daughter's wedding mm-hmm. because he'd never seen prettier diamond earrings, $800 diamond earrings. He spent $1.2 million. Oh 
on his daughter's wedding. Like six carat flawless di- like wow. right? The only return is beauty. Get it. They are prisms, no more, no less. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an emotional investment, but it's a lifetime investment. Mm-hmm. Right? If you have the prettiest diamonds in the room, the guy is the winner. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's it. I think we're there. Great. Thanks for sharing, Colin. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I enjoyed this podcast, Judy. Thanks for being here. Always enjoy it. Yeah. You going to be okay? Emotionally. Do you need a hug? I'm not giving you one, but if you do, you can go somewhere and get one. Okay. That's beyond. I'm okay. I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we'll be back at the podcast next week. In the meantime, you can stay tuned and check us out on Instagram, on TikTok. We're on it all. Yeah, and and a lot of people want to know about my personal for some reason. Because <laughs> you're kind of an interesting person. Because you, you want to start my personal po- TikTok as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's at Colin David Ferguson, and we're at the Global Diamond Broker. And if you've got questions, please email, text, my phone is 604-999-8111. Text, contact us if we can be of help at all. You want a quote on a diamond? You want to see the difference? Let us know. All right, until next time, everyone.